1: Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire. Let the word go forth. me once. Are you fired
0: up? If I'm not a crook.
1: Are you ready to go?
0: Shame on, shame on you. It's Abe Lincoln's Top Hat, hosted
1: by Ben Kissel.
0: Boom, we can't get fooled again.
1: (laughs) Welcome to the show, everyone. I am Ben Kissel. That's Marcus Parks. It's good to see you again, buddy.
0: Yeah, you too, man. I feel like it's been three weeks, four weeks. What's going on? It's been a while. Well, you know, first I got
1: the tooth and then I got Hubbard. Oh, that's Elrond. I got Elrond. That's why last episode I constantly refer to you as ass deep in Hubbard, (laughs) which was extremely disturbing for everybody.
0: I heard on Twitter. Yeah. Many people asked me, hey, you still ass deep in (laughs) Elrond? Like, yeah,
1: I guess. Ugh. Yuck. Well, I can't wait for you to get out of that terrible man's uh, mind. Um, All right. So let's see here. So on the last episode I talked about this Oklahoma State senator. And uh, what's his name? Ralph Shorty.
0: Yes. Senator Ralph Shorty.
1: Yes. And uh, he passed a great bill or proposed a bill that I liked. Marcus, I want to hear your thoughts on it. He wanted uh, to make it legal. He wanted to make it legal to shoot down drones uh, in your backyard. If they're, if they're monitoring, uh, if, they, if they're watching you or your Pomeranian or your kid or whatever. And I love that law. Mm-hmm. It's a great law. I mean, it's kind of shoot down the drone. <laughs> Cause you know how fun that is, Marcus, you're drunk, right? Yeah. Or I, whatever. No, not you. Let's say I'm drunk. All okay. Right. Let's see it. And, and yeah. I'm, and i'm back there and i'm, I'm uh, I, I got my lawn chair mm-hmm. i got a little shotgun uh-huh. and there's a drone overhead uh-huh. how fun is that it's fun but shoot I, it down
0: <laughs> well it's a hard build to, it's a hard law to litigate first of all to prove that it was what? actually on your property second of all no, the, you're just getting assholes firing guns into the air
1: that's where they belong. Bullets belong in the air, <laughs> not, in, not on the plane. Absolutely. Uh, you know, because no, no one's ever been shot with a bullet going up into the air. Except for people on the second floor. Well, shoot outside of your apartment. <laughs> the drone isn't in your apartment like that. But anyway, Senator Ralph Shorty, he had a short-lived claim to fame. And I believe I was his only claim to fame, mm-hmm. mentioning him on this show <laughs> and Fox the only the only News Radio. I think I'm the only one who recognized the genius of this man, other than a 16 uh, 16 16 or 17 year old boy who apparently he tried to have sex with or did have sex with in a super eight motel
0: soliciting prostitution of a minor transporting for the purpose of prostitution and something that i didn't know was illegal in oklahoma prostitution within a thousand feet of a church
1: that's you know what honestly should not be illegal no the churches are the they are the cesspool of prostitution You can't well, a thousand. You can't do that, huh? Thousand so if you were a thousand and one feet away, fine. From no problem, no problem. You can go out there and you can find anybody. But
0: you're still going to be guilty of soliciting prostitution. But you're not going to get the prostitution within a thousand feet of the church charge.
1: So you still go to heaven. Is that the point of this law? That is one of the most ridiculous laws I've ever heard. I should have sold that show, Lawbreaker. I would have broken that one immediately. Although then I do think I would have been arrested for the solicitation of the prostitution. But it would have been a woman above age. <laughs> (laughs) Above the age of 80. uh, Nope, this
0: guy, Ralph Shorty, uh, yep, caught with a uh, teenage boy and a Super 8. He was ratted on by somebody who uh, did a welfare call, presumably the people who checked him and the teenage boy into the Super 8.
1: I see. Okay. Well, you know, nonetheless, I agree with his drone policy. I think he had a lot of good ideas go in there, but apparently he just... uh, he couldn't uh, avoid having sex with a minor he yeah. had 3 he has 3 children and is married he's 35 years old Ralph Shorty, there's a world out there where you can live that life. Uh, not with minors. That's the, really obviously the huge issue here. Yeah, we cannot obviously. support that in any way. And you know this show, we are not uh, Milo, Minneapolis, or whatever the hell the name of that dumb bastard is. Mm-hmm. We do not encourage pedophilia. As a matter of fact, we actively discourage it. Yeah. And I believe all those people should be quartered in a uh, in a Union Square. Yeah. But I'd other say, I than, can't
0: believe we live in a day and age where we have to clarify our stance on pedophilia.
1: It's just you know, conservatives have made it cool again. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> we have to
0: clarify that. Yeah, yeah. this guy's a Woody our, Allen,
1: Roman Polanski, and the alt right have made uh, pedophilia the hippest thing around.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, I mean this guy, yeah, he is he is a Republican, and that's always the funny thing is all these Pizzagate guys that are saying the Democratic Party are all pedophiles. Seems like the Republicans get caught with the little boys a hell of a lot more than the Democrats. Oh, do. they're
1: they're both complicit. This guy's Anthony Weiner uh, combined with Larry Craig. This guy is a perfect culmination of the two. You make a damn good point there, Weiner get caught with a little girl. He's a combo. It's a, it's a combo of them all. No, I mean, it just comes down to people pretending that they're different individuals than they actually are in order to Run and win public office. Just be yourself. He should have just uh, been an openly gay man and seen where that uh, seen where that took him. Blow eighteen year old boys. There you go, buddy. <laughs> but shoot down the drones that are trying to watch you do it. I'm also pro that. Also, Arnold Schwarzenegger was my politician of last week as well because he's not running for uh, Senate. Instead, he's going to focus on gerrymandering and redistricting, which is a cause that both of us agree is completely dismantled our democracy. Uh, the soil. Uh, That our politicians sprout from are uh, are hyper-partisan, which leads to a flower that is equally hyper-partisan, which is leading to the dismantling of the entire institution, uh, the entire republic but now Arnold Schwarzenegger will not run because he wants to focus on redistricting uh-huh. and gerrymandering, but Marcus, uh-huh. you told me uh, he's not running for Senate because... Oh, well,
0: the blind items have
1: told now, me... No, what are these blind items? <laughs> <laughs> Who creates these blind items? I hear it all the time on page seven, and Jackie has tried to win arguments with me and be like, well, blind items. What is it? Blind
0: items... <laughs> what is it? Hollywood insiders say. I mean, uh, these are sources. These are your anonymous sources. Anonymous much. sources. These so are they could anonim- be
1: totally lying.
0: They could be, but right, blind oh. items say that uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger isn't running for office uh, anymore because there is a line of women waiting around the block to take cash for, um, I
1: guess, uh, telling their stories. So he's even selling out that. He's even selling out that. Isn't that there's a whole <laughs> line. Bon Jovi has come to New Jersey.
0: yeah, And not any sort of like, so, n- nothing uh, terrible. Like he's not, you know, beating women no, or anything no like that. there's no sexual harassment or assault or anything. Harassment. It's nothing like that. It's just uh, you know, Arnie fucked more than a maid. Let's say that much.
1: Well, you know what? I've been listening to that Neil Young song A Man Needs a Maid (laughs) and apparently Arnold Schwarzenegger really took it to heart. One of the worst songs in human history. It's a terrible song he's just a messy slob and then he's saying a man and he's just talking about a man needs a maid to pick up after himself and then leave and cook him dinner Mm -hmm. neil young might be a horrible person he maybe i don't know i don't know either i'm not really sure i couldn't tell you i do love the i mean but i love some of his some of my favorite songs of all time Mm -hmm. you know obviously heart of gold there's the other one harvest uh, what is it harvest moon Mm -hmm. also a great album Oh, one of the best. I have it here on my uh, iPhone seven. Oh, you've
0: added to your James Taylor collection.
1: Uh, Yes. I still have James Taylor only fire and rain Uh, (laughs) out on the weekend and harvest are two amazing Neil Young songs. Mm -hmm. That's it. Um, All right. So maybe Arnold is not running because he's concerned about the political blowback of a series of women talking about the affairs they had with him or because he wants to solve one of the largest issues in this country, gerrymandering and redistricting or a bit of both. I'd say a bit of both. (laughs) Why not? Also, I mentioned on Twitter, I did finish uh, Rap Snacks, uh, which is uh, amazing snacks out of D.C. This was Honey Jalapeno from Fetty Wap. Oh, yeah. So it is a rap-themed potato chip? That's correct. <laughs> and I do, I, I want to point out, Fetty Wap is a very emotional quote on the back of this rap snack, okay. and I thought it was good for our show. Gimme. He, he writes, and apparently he's missing an eye. Yeah, I mean, he, as, I mean, his. <laughs> I think his illustration on the front has a big OX over his eye. Isn't that wild? Okay, so he says, nobody put me on. I got up and worked extremely hard for what I have. Nobody can take that for me. Fetty Wap. <laughs> isn't that
0: powerful? <laughs> That's very powerful. All right. So you can think about that while you're fucking
1: stuffing your face full of I s- I ate, salt. so many. I ate so many. I, I can't the, rap for shit. Yeah. Uh, I'm still a horrible rapper, but I'm eating the rap snacks, so I think the next step will be, you know, Uh, fame rhyming (laughs) give me a word I'll rhyme it Seven. Next next bag. I'll figure that out. <laughs> After the next bag of wrap snacks, I'll be able to rhyme seven with a whole series of other words. It's a real easy one that you're missing here. Yeah, well, whatever. I don't go to gas stations, <laughs> so I don't know what that word could possibly be. Um, obviously, we had Rachel Maddow. She had a big reveal of Donald Trump's taxes. It turned out to be absolutely nothing. In reality, it probably helped Donald Trump. It uh, proved that he paid $38 million in taxes in 2005. Marcus and I were discussing before the show, should we get into this? this quite frankly, there is no information, yeah, and all we will do is be made to look like a fool um if we talk about it because there is nothing we don't know Rachel Maddow played perfectly into Donald trump's um, uh, hands I believe the campaign g- gave leaked though uh those tax uh documents themselves I believe that came from the Trump administration and uh and the fact that a liberal media outlet it was able to go on screen and, uh, you know, promote it like we're going to take down Donald Trump and his taxes and then disclose the fact that he actually paid thirty eight million dollars in taxes. I think at the end of the day, it was a big win for Trump. But we just don't know. Marcus was talking earlier. The 1990, uh, the 1995 tax returns are quite uh, muddled.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I think that this is a, a beginning of something. I think this is a, a possible like breadcrumb trail to something else. It's not it's not gigantic. It's nowhere near the bombshell that maddow made it out to be and in fact i think she spent quite a bit of capital on I this great. uh and i think it was a dumb idea to make it as big of a deal as they made it uh so it could be that they played right into trump's hands it could be that they're hiding something else that they've got something else up their sleeve i would like that that would be fun but right now it kind of seems like that um they'd Shot
1: their wad way too early on this one. Do not indict me, okay? I'm (laughs) sick of that. But the operative word is "could be," right? And we have so many "could be"s. It's could with the Russian connections. Could could be, be, could be, be. could be. I'm I'm able to do the uh, the Fox News radio shows now, and we're getting some of the call-ins, and no one know there is there are no answers right now. It's all could Uh, it all it's all could be. So we're going to hold off uh, talking about Trump and his taxes until we get actual answers, uh, because at this point. Uh, you know there's so much misinformation and just so much misdirection happening from all sides it's really, it's detriment. It is to the detriment of the American people and the American psyche, and quite frankly, the intelligence of the political conversation. So I think we're going to wash our hands of the tax returns at this moment because, again, no one knows anything, and the ones who are pronouncing that they do will uh, either be, like, like, it's just like filling out your March Madness bracket. Yeah. You, if you win, you're a genius. If you don't, <laughs> you're just like everybody else who guessed wrong, but you happen to, again, operative word, guess wrong.
0: Properly, yeah. You know, I gotta admit, man, I'm I'm feeling real confused right now because you know we haven't been uh, on air together in a couple of weeks, but that doesn't mean I haven't been reading the news. I of have. Course. I read the news every single day, multiple times a day. Like I've been a news junkie since I was a kid. It's the best. Uh, and. I don't know if I have any particularly strong opinions about anything right now because I don't have any information. I have no real information. It's just this uh, weird floating feeling right now where no one really knows what's going on ever at any time. Right, uh, and I I'm not sure if any side really hates that. I mean, of course. I mean, the big thing is that you know the healthcare. Uh, thing came out.
1: yes. Yeah, so and we uh, talked about that in the last episode, some of the differences, and we'll see where that goes. Uh, it seems like Donald Trump is more willing to negotiate with the Rand Paul wing of the party, the the, the Freedom Caucus, the mm-hmm. 22 individuals who came in uh, through the Tea Party ranks, the Mike Lees of the world out of Utah, which we will be at this weekend. Yeah. We'll be in, uh, in Mr. Lee's country. Um, it seems like Donald Trump is more willing to negotiate them uh, with them than Rand, uh, than, than Paul Ryan and, uh, and Mitch McConnell. um th- Paul Ryan and Mitch just do not want to deal with the Tea Party or the Freedom Caucus whatsoever. But we'll see what Donald Trump is able to actually do with that. Uh, Again, that is all... Up in the air, uh, you know. A lot of there is a lot of uh, you know dialogue going on around. 14 million people will be kicked off of health insurance and things like that. If you are a Republican, they will look at that and say those 14 million individuals didn't want to be on health care in the first place. They were forced to be on it. Two thirds of people uh, either chose to pay the tax or just did not pay at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in which case, they were they were um, they were taxed uh, for that uh, anyway as a fine, basically. Um, And then, of course, you have the people who did just—you know—they—they got the health insurance even though they didn't really need it. So you could argue that the government forced them to get the health care. The Republicans will allow them not to be forced to have the health care, and the liberals are marketing that as if 14 million people will be kicked off of health care. When in reality, there's a huge number of constituents who just don't want the damn thing to begin with. And I get however, that. that. Yeah. So, however, that could also lead, then when they go to the hospital, or they get sick, who foots the bill, all that kind of, you yeah, know, that kind exactly. of Exactly.
0: Yeah. We're going to foot the bill no matter what, you know. And, right. and that's the thing is everyone, everyone hates uh, health insurance until they actually need it. You know, it's... it's um well, no one wants to pay a, for the gas that, uh, for the I car mean, they don't have. It, it's, you know? a, it's a terrible plan. I mean, I mean, I really think what they could do is that they could completely retool this thing uh, into something that could truly work. Uh, but somehow they've just made it into something that's just not going to work. They got uh, the
1: $600 million dollar tax cut for the wealthy for no reason whatsoever, other than it's just, you know, uh, Republican politics 101. Uh, totally ridiculous. Uh, they do do some good things, though, like we talked about on the last episode, uh, regarding purchasing over state lines I did get an email from an individual who thought that could be kind of a dangerous um, precedent and, and a dangerous new reality I am still for it um, there are some okay things with the bill but for the most part cutting off the Medicaid uh, program for uh, you know for the individuals who are promised it under Obamacare is going to be a huge political loser even people who voted for Donald Trump didn't fully understand when they do talk about repealing and replacing this isn't a repeal it is a mod- it's a it's a modified version of Obama care that's why it's been uh you know talked about as obamacare light uh trump care ryan care those kinds of things that that medicaid thing is going to be a real th- a, a thorn in the side of the republican party when you do meet with the constituents in these regions uh because they just were not expecting that to be that rug to be pulled out from underneath them yeah. uh re- despite the fact that there is no denying that reform has to happen obamacare was the premiums have gone up i talked about in the last episode a lot of people think that might have just been a uh the market adjusting. But there is no denying that there was $15 billion made by the pharmaceutical industries. There was only $7 billion made uh, under the W administration, W. Bush, of course, uh, from the pharmaceutical industries. They made $15 billion under Obama and Obamacare. So who who is winning? Yeah. Uh, certainly not the American people, and, I mean, uh, and and certainly not the American people under the uh, Trump care or Ryan care plan right now.
0: I mean, what's going to kill the Republicans in the midterms is this. Uh, you know, there's just going to be a flood of negative commercials saying of someone saying like, "Hey, my sister was helped by ACA, she's dead now. My yeah. husband was helped by the ACA, he's dead now." There's
1: going to be a lot of that, but then who are these Democrats who are going to be filling that uh, filling that vacuum? You know, so the Democrats still have to do a lot of work. To refill that bench that's been pilfered and completely pummeled by 30 years of the Clintons, quite frankly. Yeah. And that's what Obama's working on right now. That's the deep state, uh, which a lot of conservatives are talking about. <laughs> it's the deep dumbest state. Dumbest shit I ever heard. Well, it's it's just it's, it's, <laughs> it's just so individuals who have a different political ideology than you who work in Washington. Yeah. Uh, it, it's just huge. That's what I. Oh, I'm just trying to emphasize that. I got a phone call uh, on Fox News Radio. Guys, like, are you a globalist or mm-hmm. are you are you with us? And I'm like, what do what is global? Explain to me what a globalist is. Yeah. I've been to Uruguay. <laughs> <laughs> I've been to Germany. What what exactly does this mean? You know these these buzzwords of the right uh, are are just as embarrassing and ridiculous as buzzwords uh, as the buzzwords of the left. I'm, um so, you know, this is just going to be a work in progress. And again, this is kind of a funny episode because uh these things are just in flux right now. Mm-hmm. They're being worked on And we're just going to have to see what the actual outcomes are. Everyone is projecting the most positive or the most negative outcomes based on your political ideology. And both of those individuals uh, will be proven to be wrong. Yeah. Um, but the one thing that I really do want to talk about is prison reform and uh, Marcus asked before the show if we talk about this too much and I do not believe that we do um, because I think that prison reform and the prison industrial complex is uh, this generation's largest civil rights issue Everyone always says I'd go back if, if slavery was around when I was around I'd go and I'd free all the slaves I would I, I'd stop slavery from happening well it's happening even at a larger scale every single day that you live and breathe in the United States of America, cliche at this point. America, five percent of the world's population, twenty-five percent of the prisons' population, twenty-five uh, percent of the prison population is in this country. Jeff Sessions, the Attorney General, who had to recuse himself from the uh, Russian uh, investigation because of some um, less than honest words on Capitol Hill. I can't say there were lies necessarily, but without a doubt, less than honest and certainly. Um, uh, lawyer he lawyered up the uh, the phrases uh, that he was using in order in order to protect himself uh you know from future from ramifications of his words uh, he was against spreading and expanding the private prison industrial complex. The private prisons, uh, they make up roughly 12% of the nation's prisons. They get around $660 million a year. Uh, They hold around 60,000 inmates, but I've also heard as many as uh, uh, 157,000 inmates. Uh, So it's somewhere within that range. He was against it, uh, the private prisons, and now he has uh, changed his mind, and now he is all about... Uh, the private prisons continuing their expansion into our uh, into the prison uh, industrial complex and into uh, frankly just making a bunch of money off of indentured servitude and slavery as we saw in the case uh, that is now brought up by a lot of detainees, immigrants, illegal immigrants who are now suing the federal government because they are proclaiming that they were used for slave labor um, and uh, and they want they want some uh, they they. They they want their rights, mm-hmm. and and they deserve their rights. This is a lawsuit that's happening. Uh, it is the uh, it's the G E group, G E O group rejects the allegations. Basically, what's happening uh, is uh, detainees sue private prison for forced labor. The nation's second largest private prison uh, private prison company is facing some serious legal challenges, and other companies may soon be in the same situation. A federal judge ruled that a current and a federal judge ruled that current and former detainees held in an immigrant detention center in Colorado can join a class action lawsuit against GEO Group, a private prison company. The plaintiffs allege that the GEO Group forced detainees to work for extremely low wages Or for no wages at all, and in some cases threatened detainees with solitary confinement as punishment if they refused to work. The center holds uh, undocumented immigrants facing deportation. This is the definition of slavery. Yeah, of course it is. No, it's holding people against holding people against their will and making them do work for free. Yeah, that's that's slavery. That is absolutely slavery, and that's for-profit prisons that are the main, uh, you know, culprits and uh, and perpetrators of these. Uh, You know, slavery tactics. And so the fact that Jeff Sessions, these are stories that I wish were a little bit more on the radar as opposed to, uh, you know, uh, when Donald Trump tweets about being wiretapped, uh, which, you know, obviously we'll see. I don't think there's going to be a FISA warrant. Uh, I don't think we'll find out that there was a FISA warrant for the Donald Trump wiretaps uh although they might have been wiretapping Paul Manafort, his his former uh the former head of his campaign, that is possible. And be- with good reason it sounds like. Well what happens is they wiretap the other side, right? So mm-hmm. like Kassiliak, that's the Russian ambassador. Uh if they had him wiretapped, whoever he connects to will then, you know, be uh tapped along with them. Yeah. And of course, you know, these ambassadors, uh they they meet with multitudes of people, multitudes of politicians. And um so that whole story, I mean again, that's another one where it's like there's a lot of smoke there but we'll see uh dennis kucinich came out and actually agreed with donald trump about the wiretapping cl- uh claiming that he was wiretapped in 2013 when he talked to the son of Muammar gaddafi before the fall of libya and he uh, was he was uh, he was, uh be, he was brought aware of the wiretaps in 2015 from the washington post uh when they played him the audio of him talking to Muammar gaddafi's son mm. so uh dennis kucinich of course a former Democrat from Ohio, uh, in no way a, uh, a right-wing individual by any stretch of the imagination. Strongest handshake in Congress, by the way. Uh, <laughs> that's what they said about him. Came to the defense of Donald Trump regarding the possibility that uh, the FBI might have uh, wiretapped someone within the Trump campaign. Mm-hmm. So anyway, um, all of those stories are very exciting, but I think we need to focus on the prison reform aspect of what's happening regarding Jeff Sessions, Attorney General. He said that uh, the dependency on marijuana is quote, only slightly
0: less awful than heroin. Slightly less awful than heroin. Weed being slightly less awful than heroin because there's a lot of, and he's talking specifically (laughs) about medical marijuana because they're saying that if uh, marijuana is legalized in a lot of these states then heroin and opioid uses will go down which is a proven fact that states that have uh, legalized marijuana have uh, drastically lower deaths in uh, opioid uh, overdoses, and by the way, yeah. the uh, opioid do- deaths have now surpassed the AIDS crisis it's, at its height.
1: It's unbelievable the fact that, again, big pharmaceutical companies who made fifteen billion dollars a year uh, last uh, over the past you know many many years, the fact that they are getting away with murdering people on a daily basis, including some of our biggest celebrities, mm-hmm. such as. Philip Seymour Hoffman and Heath Ledger. Yeah. And uh, most likely Prince. Oh, and- Philip
0: Seymour Hoffman was straight heroin.
1: Mm, good for him. <laughs> classic. He was vintage. He was classic. He was classic. Without yeah, enough yeah. Prince, though. I think the big pharmaceutical companies should probably, at some point, we'll have to sue them the same way we sued big tobacco. Yeah, They are killing so many people in this country. And so for Jeff Sessions to point a finger at marijuana, which has been nothing but an economic surplus for the states that legalized it, and has been nothing but a benefit for uh, people suffering from PTSD, for individuals uh, who have massive arthritis pain, uh, you know, the farm. Pharma- Pharmaceutical drugs are the ones that really deplete you of of your um, you know of your personality of of your of, of your just your ability to go through life without dependency. Uh, those completely uh, de- those deplete all of those options. When you get addiction, uh, addicted to Oxy because it makes your body feel good. the the chemicals that are that are firing in your mind are so addictive yeah you know and so you can't break that stuff and that's why you have what happened in indiana and this all ties into the prison industrial complex uh that's what you have happening in indiana where they had to do a needle share program under governor mike pence now vice president obviously uh obviously because there were so many people who were forced onto heroin because the oxy prices went up so they had to start shooting up heroin in in their in their not i mean people say trailer parks and things like that in their nice suburban homes. Yeah. That's where they're shooting up heroin because they got addicted to OxyContin and now we have this jerk off Jeff Sessions the Attorney General saying that marijuana is just slightly less awful than heroin. Heroin which is worse uh, which is slightly uh, less awful than OxyContin. Yeah. You know, and but why why are we talking about that? The head of the spear, the head of the drug addiction in this country, is the big pharmaceutical co- uh, companies. And Marcus, I, I mean, I know we've all taken uh, pharmaceutical drugs for for our benefit, yeah. And in and many in many times, uh, it's it's good. But there is no denying that there are countless um, examples of, of doctors getting kickbacks from pharma, pharmaceutical companies, uh, overdiagnosing uh, individuals, and then when those individuals there is no weaning off the product. The only way to wean off it is to go get a 10-bag a, a in, in some dumbass alley or from God knows where of heroin. And next thing you know, you have a massive health epidemic. And meanwhile, we have an attorney general who's worried about marijuana, which is doing nothing but causing a mass amount of influx uh, of economic uh, stability to, to, to states that previously didn't have it.
0: Well, the pharmaceutical companies, they're complicit not just in the painkiller epidemic, but they're also complicit in pushing uh, antidepressants on doctors. Oh, of course. Uh, doctors will uh, overprescribe antidepressants, anti-anxiety medication, uh, because those pharmaceutical reps will pay them to push a specific antidepressant. Doesn't matter if this is the right antidepressant for you. Doesn't matter that uh, Zoloft isn't the one that's going to work sure. for you, that's going to be best for you. This doctor gets paid by the rep to push Zoloft, so he's going to push Zoloft on you, even if you don't need it. Uh, these pharmaceutical companies, yeah. And you know, I would not be able to. Uh, I wouldn't start a cave comedy radio with. Uh, without pharmaceuticals wouldn't be here where I am right now without pharmaceutical drugs that does not mean that the pharmaceutical companies are not complicit in a lot of bad shit that happens in this country every single day
1: and this is a perfect uh, transition when it comes to uh, you know a mental uh, illness in this nation what happened with Ronald Reagan who by the way I I, I was arguing with people about this on my show recently also you know Ronald Reagan appointed two pro-choice Supreme Court justices yeah he passed the Mulford Act uh, in 1967 which basically was a total anti-second Amendment act to demilitarize and uh, you know make dearm the Black Panthers which you could argue are the definition of the Second Amendment oh yeah Republicans treat Reagan the same
0: way they treat Jesus so they cherry-pick and then ignore right. everything else
1: absolutely uh, and of course you know the 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 left does the same thing with with Bill Clinton and and we'll see what they can do with Obama certainly the means the mainstream media but certainly people did not cover Obama as much as I thought they should have but uh, when 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 it comes to uh, criminal, uh, when it comes to mental illness, uh, uh, you know Reagan just got rid of uh, of uh, Carter's policy, which basically was a uh, a government-funded facility for hospitals. They they gave a lot of uh, money to hospitals and to those facilities to um, to treat mental illness. In some ways, they were a prison in their own right. I mean, hell, Hinckley, the man who shot Reagan, didn't go to prison. Mm-hmm. He went to a mental health facility. Can you imagine that in this day and age? Yeah. I that always it always surprises me when I hear that mm-hmm. this man nearly killed the president of the United States, and they sent him to a mental hospital. But that's just the difference in society from then and now. Now you'd be like, you send him to prison. Of course, you send him to prison. Just send him to prison. But- send him to the fucking chair. I mean, he would be strung up in the streets. Well, now, yeah, sure. Well, we'll see. I mean, maybe the, I think the prisons are worse than being strung up in the streets in a lot of ways. But what happened, you know, that's why when Reagan took office, you know, 300,000 people in prison, left with 800,000 people in prison, and so on and so on and so on. And now we have nearly 3 million people in prison because we have, we, we uh, streamlined uh, mental illness and violent crimes and it, both of those kinds of individuals and then drug addicts into the same camp. Which is now just our prisons, which is leading to a massive issue at Rikers, where medical staff are afraid to go and treat the inmates. This is from an article today in the New- in the Daily News. Um, the City Corrections Department specialized units. For uh, specialized units for its worst-behaving inmates are potentially unsafe for medical staff to conduct daily rounds, according to a top public hospital official and uh, medical staffers. So basically, uh, these individuals are so off their rocker because of the you know the mistreatment of the prison system, and then because of the misdiagnoses that are happening on a regular basis. Because I'm sure many of them are mentally ill or made mentally ill by the by the uh, situation that their crime. Uh, you know, put them in. Uh, where these medical doctors are too scared to go into Rikers. Yeah,
0: this is a a quote from one of the uh, clinicians. It says, it's like walking the halls of a middle school except instead of the occasional bully, you have numerous scary-looking dudes, huge in size and stature, and usually angry as fuck. So it's like
1: walking uh, the halls of a middle school but when you're, like, tripping on mushrooms. (laughs) You know, like, your life is just, like, far too big. You know, you're like Jack, uh, whatever, uh, what is it, Jack Skeleton from A Christmas? uh, Uh, Jack Skellington. Jack Skellington yeah it's kind of fun
0: yeah yeah yeah. scary world yeah the guy said if you're afraid of one bully in middle school imagine that on steroids times a hundred thousand they call us names tell us they're going to rape our relatives and try to throw
1: piss on us when they're locked in while we do rounds well isn't that just a wonderful place to be (laughs) i mean it is it is the entire institution needs a massive amount of reform and you hear those stories and it is like okay So now we have created such monsters. The society has created such an epidemic of struggle when it Mm -hmm. comes to the, I mean, these individuals are made mad because they're kept in solitary confinement 23 hours a day, 17 hours a day in many cases uh, as well if you're slightly better off.
0: In this case it's 17 hours a day because that's all part of Ponte's plan. Ponte was the uh, new corrections officer here in New York that tried to do some reforms of solitary confinement so the uh, new reform or the new reform is 17
1: hours a day instead
0: of 23.
1: So now you have a situation where you have 17 hours a day in solitary confinement so it's a perfect recipe for slave labor because those individuals are going to be ready and willing to work for nothing if you just let them out of their cell. Mm-hmm. It is, it is, it's the sunken place from get out. It literally is you treat someone so horribly when you allow them a small amount of access to the perception of freedom, they will jump at the chance, but there is still no denying it is nefarious and it is slave labor. Let's go into some of the stuff they make. They make, as we talked about in previous episodes, but I do just want to hammer it home because this stuff is so real. Again, everyone says I would stop slavery if it happened in my lifetime. It's happening. It happens on a regular basis every single day of our lives. Uh, protective and military gear Responsible for 60% of its sales The Department of Defense is actually Unicor's biggest customer Unicor being a private prison And you know I talked about this in a dumpster fire chat The irony should not be lost on any of us That the um, the, uh, the, the the catchphrase And the, the, the uh, branding Motivation for our military is to spread Freedom around the world mm-hmm. And the outfits they're wearing are made by prisoners That should not be lost on anybody they are wearing slave-made garments, prisoner-made garments, to go spread freedom around the world. I mean, that's. Am, am I wrong, Marcus? Am I wrong? No, not at all. Thank you. That's a, that's a rare. That's a rare time. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. You're welcome. They also. This make, is
0: something that me and you can agree on a hundred percent. We always we? agree on. We this always one.
1: agree on that. Yeah. This. I mean, you know. Anyway, law enforcement equipment. They make a bunch of law enforcement uh, equipment. It was uh, in what basically is the most painful, uh, it's painfully ironic, prisoners in Texas and Washington make tools of the trade for police officers that include uh, duty belts, uniforms, target practice posters, and handcuff cases. Uh, They also make McDonald's uniforms. The people on the real front lines. (laughs) The real front lines of America. People uh, working the McDonald's register, who, by the way, I do... Thank you for your service. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for your service. I, that's some evil
0: shit to make them got handcuff cases to make them actually make the tools that put them in prison. Oh yeah, of course. That is some nefarious shit. I mean, that's something, awful. Somebody is
1: yeah. giggling and wringing their hands right now, and you can imagine. I mean, it's the same kids, uh, you know, in China making your making the iPhone Seven. Mm-hmm. You know, they just where does this go? They yeah. must. They have to. Can you? I would love to speak to a kid. Working in a Chinese factory and just be like, so what do you think of us? Yeah. I think I'm sure he would say we're a bunch of spoiled assholes.
0: I'm sure he probably doesn't even know who we are. Who knows? Yeah. Maybe I mean, he
1: listens to the show. Hello. <laughs> who knows? But, you know, and of course,
0: uh, before you think that we're we're trying to be, that we're being soft on prisoners or anything like that, it's like, yes, yeah, some of these people that are oh in prison God. absolutely deserve to be there. I mean, you've got murders, You've got, totally. uh, you know, extremely violent assholes. You've got rapists. Of course, those people are there. But can you imagine being somebody who is like, saying California, got their third strike for having an eighth of weed? Yep. You know, or somebody anywhere who had like just a little bit of weed, fucked up just Just a little bit. And they're spending the next 40 years of their life putting together um, police uniforms. I
1: guarantee you I would be in prison today if I was of a different uh, if I was in a different state, if I was of a different race, if I was a different uh, economic class growing up. I mean, obviously, very lower middle class um, in my situation. But I guarantee you what we did. I I was awful. Damn. Uh if I got busted for everything that I did wrong, uh holy hell my rap sheet uh I could probably rap. Uh, <laughs> as a matter of fact, my rap sheet would be so long. Yeah. So it really is circumstance in a lot of these situations and again the heavily uh, um you know policed areas and prosecuted areas tend to be um uh urban environments. And you know, I mean and this is where, you know, this is why if I would run uh, for for public office, which I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to do anymore, I'm so dang busy right now. But um, when it, when we look at gun rights, for example, you know, going back to the '67 Act that Reagan was able to sign and and, and absolutely was thrilled to sign, uh, uh, disarming the uh, the Black Panthers, the 1911 Sullivan Act, we talked about this in a dumpster fire chat where it was uh, they disarmed uh, blacks and Hispanics in, in downtown New York, and then they passed very very hard sentencing laws. Uh, and the, the guns don't go anywhere. The guns are all around. All the violence is still there. But now you get to pr- uh, prosecute and, and persecute uh, societies different than you do other societies, which is white America versus black America specifically. That If you want to look at the differences between uh, this nation, look no further than the Second Amendment, blacks versus whites. Whites get to have it and blacks don't. That's goddamn true. And that's the left and the right promising that that happens the rights happy to put him in prison and the left is happy to say oh but we're hard on gun crime because look at all the gun violence we have to get it out of there it's not changing both sides are complicit both sides are nefarious and both sides are disenfranchising uh small groups larger by the by the year groups uh in this nation from uh proper and equal constitutional rights well i'd say putting them in prison for the rest of their lives is a little more nefarious than gun control but it all
0: plays into it. It all plays into it, but I would not say they're you look at the, they're look not at, equally complicit. You imagine
1: the Bundy clan over there in uh in uh Clive Bundy, yeah. Clive Bundy out of Oregon. <laughs>
0: imagine if they weren't white.
1: Oh yeah, I I you get know? what you're
0: saying exactly. I absolutely get what you're saying, but
1: but that is a stance I think that should be taken or an angle that needs to be uh taken in the uh defense of the 2nd Amendment in a lot of areas where it's like if you, you just can't uh self-protect, you don't have the right to it. And then, when you don't have the right to self-protec,t the police are your only for, uh, form of uh, of protection. And I would argue many times the officers don't have your best interest in mind. Mm-hmm. Even though I think cops do they do do some amazing things, the fact of the matter is they deal with people that we walk past on a daily basis. Being like, hope someone handles that crazy bastard. <laughs> they handle that crazy <laughs> they bastard. handle that
0: cra- Yeah, every day they handle
1: that crazy bastard. Yeah, again. Um, so, but that's something we'll get into uh, more and more in the show here. I think these are more interesting. This is more interesting as a subject matter than than Donald Trump's taxes that we don't know exist. That's that is uh, that's my personal yeah, opinion. It's,
0: it's very important stuff. Yeah, but. So they make they make uh, McDonald's uniforms. Okay, I just don't know if a gun in every hand is a right way to handle society. I don't want a gun in every hand. <laughs> I really, do I say? I jokingly, jokingly on the, uh, in the live uh, shows. a, a, a baby movie. in every arm and no, u- i an I, arm every baby and a
1: baby in every arm. Yeah, <laughs> a gun a gun for every baby and a baby in every arm. Yeah, yeah. yeah like I
0: just that. I just don't know. No, if I agree the give with you. everybody guns. Idea is a good idea. It's, it's not about giving everybody guns, Marcus. You're
1: not giving them away. There will be stores. I'm just saying we shouldn't. Uh, Everybody penulti- having guns just they seems like a really bad idea. You also, I'm also for smart gun technology, smart mm-hmm. bullet technology. If, right. you're, if you're not using your gun nefariously, why does it matter if you're the only one that can use it or if the bullet you, that you fire is tracked? Yeah, you know, I, mean, I like not I like
0: that. I like smart gun technology. I'm you know? saying
1: from a prison. Okay, so this is why I say it. I, I did two weeks on grand jury uh, duty in Kings County. I know, and all the I'm telling the I'm telling the audience Marcus, <laughs> we were we've heard our own stories far too much, and every single time an officer would come in there with a gun charge, the blacks and Hispanics would just they would say it was BS. They were like absolutely not. It was planted, and many of them it didn't go to trial grand jury of course is just you need 12 out of the 22 to send the case to trial this is a preliminary trial uh situation and i thought that was so illuminating and and it was really enlightening uh in that community you know these little snub noses that these cops are finding on people it must happen to such a degree where it is culturally acceptable that it is uh planted uh-huh. That guns are planted. It is just a. I mean, you're using OJ
0: logic here. That's the exact same logic that jurors used in the OJ Simpson case.
1: But it certainly was the case in uh, in in L. A. as a whole. OJ was able to monopolize it and and take it and uh, and uh, you know basically just kind of like steal the entire thunder of the civil rights movement that was happening in L. A. regarding police reform and use it to benefit him, which set the entire state back. God knows how far. Yeah, really fucked things up bad.
0: Johnny Cochran really backed the wrong horse on that one.
1: But, Marcus, the only reason it worked was because it was real.
0: Yeah, I know. I know it's absolutely real. Yeah, if you watch OJ, the people versus OJ, that's what makes it so uh, ridiculous. The entire thing so ridiculously infuriating uh, is that nobody's right on this.
1: Yes. And when you put the LAPD on trial, which is exactly what the defense team did, the jurors were right to indict them. And, and make them found guilt, uh, you know, find them guilty of uh, of complicit uh, and uh, systematic uh, systematic bias, which is what that case was, which is what's happening uh, on a regular basis all across this country, and the left and the right are both, uh, you know, propagating uh, its existence and and uh, and, uh, and 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 are, are both complicit in the prison industrial complex because of the laws that both of them are passing, which by by definition, disenfranchise uh, minority groups from you know full rights under the Constitution of the United States. It's Even dead. if we don't want, I don't want, gu- I don't want a gun. I, I mean, I do want like you multiple, do want a gun, but I, but I want a lot of land, <laughs> we had and a I also we want to be a mentally stable. Two
0: days ago, where you talked about how much you wanted a gun.
1: Yeah, but I want to, but yes, but I'm not gonna. I have to be mentally stable. I'll get sober, <laughs> and then I'll get a gun collection. I, I'll do one thing at a the time. One these can't way. run. These are not concurrent <laughs> things. These are not. These are consecutive actions. Yeah. So I will get sober, and then two years later, two year, two years, I will get a large it, gun when collection. When you get your
0: two-year token, your two-year chip. <laughs> yes. I'm buying two, guns. Here's your two-year chip. Here's your gun. That's, <laughs> that's how we should do gun reform in this country. There you get your two-year AA chip. You trade that in for a gun.
1: I love that. That would be absolutely wonderful. Anyway, okay, we have to wrap it up. I was just screaming. I'm sorry, Marcus. No, it's fine. I like it when you scream. They also make Microsoft- I like it
0: when you scream!
1: Microsoft software packaging, Honda car parts. I mean, they just make- They make Victoria's Secret lingerie. Oh, that's got- Oh, now that's crueler than making them make the police uniforms. Yeah, this was in the 1990s. It was 25 female inmates in South Carolina. They stitched all the uh, Victoria's Secret lingerie, which, you know- Happy uh, Valentine's Day. <laughs> uh, how great is that? How Anyone. wonderful. Uh, yes, and of course, we could have made Kellyanne Conway jokes about how her talking about uh, microwaves and things like that. Yeah, I mean. I don't know. It, it is what it is. It the is biggest is, issues people. of you our time, ladies stuff. and gentlemen, the biggest issues of our time, uh, drug reform, prison reform, uh, education reform, which we'll get Molly back on, by the way, Molly Neffel, uh, to talk about uh, you know, those sorts of things. I mean, these are really, there are. Healthcare uh, ger- reform is a gigantic issue as well. We're working on it, gerrymandering and redistricting massive reforms. So don't get too caught up in all this little day-to-day nonsense because, you know, working in the television news industry, quite frankly, every day you wake up and you're like, oh, I have to make something to talk about. Yeah. And that's exactly what they do. They make it up. Got two hours to fill here. I watch CNN. I mean, CNN, it's all make-believe. It's all just make-believe stuff anyone yeah. say it's all make believe. it's fake news i heard it was fake news. it's not, no, it's all, not. It's not stuff. all make it's not all no no it's just say a-
0: it's saying the same thing six different ways for two hours
1: well no no that's it, not no no it's saying the same it's saying <laughs> it's saying it's saying a similar thing eight different ways for like (laughs) you know 120 minutes that's what it is marcus i mean let's not be stupid but it is selective i
0: will say that it it is it is very selective they decide that they could uh talk about 20 different things uh an hour but instead they choose to focus on one thing for an hour and a half uh, and, and say it as many different times as they possibly can and choose
1: to ignore as much as they possibly can. That's what the bias is. That's what they do, all for the ratings and all because they're sponsored by huge corporations who are desperate uh, to keep us divided so they can continue the duopoly of power that they are currently financing. Um, all right, that is Marcus Parks. I am Ben Kissel. You can find Marcus on Twitter at Marcus Parks and Instagram at Marcus Parks. I'm on uh, Twitter at Ben Kissel, Instagram at Ben Kissel One. And uh, I think that's basically it. Yeah, we got the T-shirts, which are selling like, dare I say, hotcakes. That's a lot. And people love hotcakes. Wonderful hotcakes. Better than, I I guess, colder ones. I don't know. Um, All right, everyone. Thanks so much for listening. We'll talk to you soon.
0: For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to cavecomedyradio.com.